0: Tamara from a girl in the middle Titus to mentor encouraging women to love God and to love well their home and family thank you for being back here with me today continuing on in our series 21 names of God today Messiah Christ he found the messiah john 141 he first found his own brother simon and he said to him we have found the messiah which is translated the christ here as soon as andrew andrew learns he has been with jesus the messiah he seeks out to find his own brother and brings him back to meet jesus there's a whole blog post right here isn't there He meets the Messiah, and he wastes no time finding his brother to introduce him to Jesus. This is the way most of us find the Lord. Someone introduces us to him. Do you remember who introduced you to Jesus Christ? Are you, am I, seeking out others to introduce them to our Messiah? How the world needs to meet him. She found the Messiah. Andrew went and found his brother, and he brought him face to face with the Messiah, with Christ. There's just something about that name, Christ. There was a certain woman at the well, and she found the Messiah. I'm going to read the entire scripture from the fourth chapter of John. So if you want to follow along, we'll begin with the first verse, And I'll be reading from the ACV. Verse 1 When therefore the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs pass through Samaria. So he cometh to the city called Samaria, in Samaria called Sychar near the parcel of the ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman from Samaria to draw water, and Jesus saith to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy food. The, woman, the Samaritan woman therefore saith unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, asketh drink of me, who am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldst have asked me and he would have given thee living water. And the woman saith to him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his son, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Everyone that drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I give shall never thirst, but the water that I give him shall become in him the well of water springing up unto eternal life. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this this water that I thirst not, neither come all the way hither to draw. And Jesus said to her, Go. Go. Call thy husband to come hither. The woman answered and said unto him, I have no husband. Jesus saith unto her, Thou saidest well, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. This hast thou said truly. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say, that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem shall ye worship the Father. Ye worship that which ye you know not, we worship that which we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such doth the Father seek to be his worshipers. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, he that is called the Christ, and when he is come, he will declare unto us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. The disciples were speechless, continuing in verse 27. And upon this came his disciples, and they marveled that he was speaking to a woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or, Why speakest thou with her? So the woman left her water pot and went into the city, and she saith to the people, Come, see a man who told me all the things that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? And they went out of the city, and they were coming to him. In the meanwhile, the disciples prayed him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he saith unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not. The disciples therefore said to one another, Hath any any man brought him anything to eat? And Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to accomplish his work. Say ye not, There are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest? Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look unto the fields, they are white already to harvest. He that reapeth receive wages, and gathereth fruit unto eternal life. And he that soweth, and he that reapeth may rejoice together. For herein is the saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon you have not labored. Others have labored, and ye have entered into their labor. Samaritans believe, verse 39. And from that city, many of the Samaritans believed on him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all things that I ever did. So when the Samaritan came unto him, they besought him to abide with them. And he abode there two days, and many more believed because of his word. And they said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of your speaking, for we have heard ourselves, and we know that this indeed is the Savior of the world. John 4, 1-42 Don't go there. Jews didn't go where Samaritans were. It wasn't permitted, and they didn't get along together. It was bad news. Following a youth event that my husband was, per the norm, Taking one of the teens home, he was pretty much orphaned and for all intents and purposes living somewhere among the city projects. Without a ride, this young man would have to walk a very long way in the cold. I'd have to ask again to know if it was day or dark, regardless. When they pulled through the neighborhood, the teenager told my husband to duck down because it wasn't safe for him to be there with him. Problem was, He was driving, (laughs) and he couldn't really hide himself or his car. If you've ever lived in a city where a gang has claimed territory, you know how volatile it can be to be on the wrong turf. Just don't go there. The Samaritans and the Jews' rivalry was just that. It wasn't a mere preference. They hated one another. I love how scripture acknowledges all that it means for Jewish Jesus to be walking the wrong path in verse 4 when it says, he had to go through Samaria on the way. Man at the well. Not only was Christ on the wrong path, he was in the wrong place. A man at the well wouldn't be there to draw water. But Jesus was tired from all of his walking and he physically needed a drink of fresh water, and he needed it badly. So he waited, but this wasn't happenstance. He knew who was coming, and without relinquishing his physical need for some water, he had an eternally life-changing message for her. Woman at the well. If I could have given everyone a note card and a pen, and then just show up here with nothing said prior and ask you to write down the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear, quote, the woman at the well, and quote, what would you write? I can tell you what most first think when they hear that title, and it concentrates on her adultery, the fact that she'd had so many husbands and the man that she was with now, she wasn't even married to. And I can't fault anyone there, because that seems to be exactly who meets Christ at the well. A thirsty Jew. There's Christ sitting on Jacob's well. A thirsty Jew. Not only should he have not been in Samaria, he shouldn't have been at the well, and he certainly shouldn't have been speaking to a Samaritan woman. But he was. Jesus wasn't about societal norms. Ever. Hey. Let's be sure to make note of that in this day and age. As we desire to become more like Christ, we're going to be walking the same path against society's approval, just as he did here. He asks her for a drink, and she's taken aback, as to be expected. But what happens next shakes up her world. To her rebuttal of his misplacement, Jesus tells her it's actually her own error in need of adjustment yes jesus desired a drink of water but she was in the greatest need and he had just what she needed questions miss samaritan wasn't asking a lo- miss samaritan was asking a lot of questions and most of them perfectly normal and acceptable considering the circumstances why is a jew asking me for water why is it you have nothing to draw from this well so where is this living water you're going to give me are you greater than jacob who gave us this well and drank from it jesus isn't uncomfortable with her questions and he answers them with truth and it still stands today verses 13 and 14 jesus answered and said unto her everyone that drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh the water I give shall never thirst, but the water I give him shall become in him a well of water springing up into eternal life. She's convinced. Okay, she's convinced. and She's ready to drink of this water Jesus has to offer. The Samaritan woman first sees Jesus' offer of eternal life like so many of us see salvation today. That sounds perfect. I'll take it. But Jesus just doesn't invite her to drink up, does he? I want to be very careful and clear here. I'm not adding to scripture. I am not saying we have penance or cost to pay where eternal life is concerned. But I am pointing out what happens here in the first person account with the Messiah at the well. Jesus could have ignored the truth of who she was. Let it be her secret. And no matter, he loved her. And then just showered her with eternal life, his everlasting water, and left it at that. But he didn't. Why not? Who are you? Jesus knew who she was, of course. Yet he persists. Verse 16, Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband, and come here. The Bible doesn't indicate any hesitation in her response. Actually, she settles deeper into the conversation the two of them have been having to this point and seems to be fully reveal who she is. I don't see anyone else here in the New Testament who Jesus has this long of a one-on-one conversation with, and this one must have fostered some sort of comfort in her. As if talking to a Jewish, Jewish man at Jacob's well wasn't bad enough, she was <laughs> about to tell him the secrets of her life, that were no small consideration in ancient Samaria. I would surmise that she was trusting of this man at the well of whom she had no earthly reason in her community or in her flesh to trust. And so she lays it all out, no husband to go get, not even the man she was living with currently. And when Jesus tells her he realizes her honesty here and reveals the rest of her story of past marriages to her. She knows he is just not some man, and she supposed him to be a prophet. In her surprise, we hear, Who are you? Isn't that just like us? Don't we also look from the outside when our own sin is on the line? Couldn't she have said instead, Who am I? And what am I doing living like this? I like Spurgeon's quote. Quote, it would have been better if she had perceived that she was a sinner. End quote. Nevertheless, their ongoing conversation isn't over. Jesus tells her that it's not on that mountain where followers of Christ would find him and truly worship. She listened. Jesus succinctly wraps up their very long visit. John 4, 24 to 26 and 28 to 30. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming, and when he comes, he will explain everything to us. And Jesus answered, I who speak to you am he. Then the woman left her water jar went back into the town and said to the people, come and see the man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? And so they left the town and they made their way to Jesus. He knew all about her. And now that her head, her eyes had been opened to her own sin, she understood she'd been talking with the Messiah, Christ. She goes back running back to everyone she knew, and she proclaims all she knew of him personally. Many of them came to the Messiah because of her testimony of what he had done in her life, because she shared who she knew him to be. And when they met Christ the Messiah personally, they too believed. Verses 39 to 42. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman, which testified, he told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he bowed there three day, two days. And many more believed because of his own word. And they said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Share Christ. Like Andrew finding his brother and bringing him to Christ, Miss Samaritan went right away back to those she knew and she shared the Messiah with them. What they reported was immediate, earnest, and urgent, but yet a simple witness. Neither of them made Jesus out to be someone he wasn't, and they didn't have to defend who he was. All they did was bring others to him by them witnessing what they knew of him in their own lives he was enough jesus's word and his person stood alone we need to remember that as we share christ he is still the christ messiah and he will always stand alone jesus christ jesus christ messiah he stands worthy he stands anointed There at the well he stood, Jesus Messiah foretold, for thousands of years. She was waiting for him, and now present in the flesh. GotQuestions.org says this, Messiah comes from the Hebrew word Mashai, M-A-S-H-I-A-C-H, Masiac, and means anointed one or chosen one. The Greek equivalent is the word Christos, or in English, Christ. The name Jesus Christ is the same as Jesus the Messiah. End quote. Convinced of our sin, before we see Christ Messiah, we need to recognize our own sin, just as the woman at the well did. When we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we need to share him just as she taught us to. But we should be cautious not to meddle in the business of Christ. Though we should be willing and proudly share who he is and what he has done in our own lives, we should not try to do his job. Just as he did with the Samaritan woman here at the well, he will convict others of their sin and of their need of a Savior. We are just to share him with others. His heavenly father will bring them to himself, the anointed and chosen one, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. No one can come unto me unless the father who sent me draws them and I will raise them up on the last day, John 6, 44. Find, know, and wait for the Messiah. The woman at the well was waiting for Christ, the Messiah. And she found him. If you don't know him, isn't it time? Reach out to me. Email me at hello at a middle.com Or reach out to someone in your life who does know him too. If you know the Lord, you're my sister in Christ. Let us often remember, we're waiting for the Messiah. He's coming again. Find him. Know him wait for him. Friends, this finding, knowing, and waiting on Christ the Messiah is what living is all about. Praise the Lord for this beautiful life he has given us. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. I will sing the praises of the name of the Lord most high. Psalm 717. God bless you. Have a great day. I'll see you here again soon.